0: We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
1: Don't think about it. Let it Welcome to Everyday Attraction with Feel Good Sisters Ray and Heather. Get ready to expand your life, your knowing and your alignment with your source. When we feel good, we give the universe an opportunity with our point of attraction to receive even more good. We celebrate who you really are and who you're becoming.
2: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Everyday Attraction. You have your feel-good sisters here. This is Ray. And this is Heather. (laughs) Welcome to the show. We're so happy you're here. We are rocking the metaphysical porch. We're rocking the leading edge of thought and attraction and all things good in the feel good flow. We're glad that you're here. If this is the first time you're listening to the show, we welcome you to it. What we do every week is we just have a good time. We're just a couple of chicks sitting around talking about... <laughs> about the spiritual side, or as we coined a few months, a few weeks ago, the flip side, which I'm loving. Uh, we talk about leading edge teachers, leading edge thought. Uh, we adore the law of attraction, and really, you know, what we talk about all day, every day, alignment, 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 and we love to follow our favorite teachers, the Abrahams, Abraham-Hicks.com. We love to talk about Esther and all the wonderful things that she's doing as a channel, as a teacher. But but we also bring our own perspective. Heather is a channel. I'm a teacher. We kind of bring our little flavor and our focus and our understanding that ultimately, Sister Heather, it is about feeling good. Because when you feel good, you match the vibration of source and then you are playing with the big energies, aren't you?
3: Yep, it's the flavor, flavor, the feel good sisters.
2: We love to play. We like to play on the big energy, don't we? I mean, we're here to play. We might as well go big, right? We want to be, we want to be, you know, on, we want to be. On all jets, we want to be in that creative flow where we're not working too hard, where we're not stressing and striving and we're, and we're hearing the voice of source go here, pivot here. Don't you love how source energy, when you get into this connectivity and you continue to work this connection, it's always in the moment. You're like, you could never plan too far ahead because source is always right there guiding you in a way that sometimes can be unexpected, you know?
3: Yeah. The surprise and delight. I love it. Did you, um, can you hear me? Okay. Yes. Okay. I can't hear you for some reason. Um, I was at a conference today with, I think I was telling you earlier with Sandra Yancey of eWomen Network, who she's phenomenal. And she was talking about how it's not about us finding ourselves. It's about us creating ourselves. (laughs) And I was just laughing because... I think so many of us are just wondering, waiting to find out who are we and what are we about instead of just saying, who do I want to be and how do I allow that to happen and just line up with it, you know, and just choose. So I I just love that.
2: I think that's so true. I think that source really is at play with us. And that if we can take ourselves and our circumstances a little less seriously, if we step back and sort of breathe in the eternalness of us, and that this particular life experience is one gorgeous, beautiful story, but it is happening in the now. And we can continue to not only invent, but reinvent ourselves like that's never over. You know, it's not like, okay, you've done, you've, you know, you've become who you're going to become. Congratulations. You know, here's your, your degree in who you are. No, it's this constant evolution. And and aren't you sometimes excited and fascinated by the kinds of inspirations that you get from source and the directions that you go in that were not expected or planned or thought out? I mean, they just happen in such a beautiful way. And yet, you know, this is where you're supposed to be. This is where you're supposed to go. I love that part of this practice. Mm hmm. You know, it does require, however, that constant communication with source, that constant working toward being in the receiving mode. we heard we've been hearing a lot about that. The Abrahams have been talking a lot about how is it that you set yourself up to be in the receiving mode for most, if not all, of your day? you know and and what does that look like in the morning and the noon and the night and what does that look like when you get the email that pisses you off or your kid isn't is acting out or what does it look like when you're in a divorce I mean what does the feel good flow what does that receiving mode look like when real life happens when the everyday happens and that's where I think it starts to get interesting because it is in that subtle it's a subtle practice It's where, very you know, subtle.
3: It's very subtle and it's very interesting because It makes so much sense in our head, but until we feel it in our bodies and we go, oh, that's what it's, that's what it feels like. That's what it smells like. That's what it looks like. And I'm so thankful for that kind of opportunity to shift from the logic to the visceral. (laughs) Yes. And the willingness to trust and step aside. And, And I know we've talked about this, you know, they've got the how, we do the allow. It's not easy to allow a lot of times, you know, to say, okay, I'm just going to step aside and let something else work through me. That, that just takes a lot of trust there for that to happen.
2: It does. And we we have a lot of practices uh, that are no longer serving us. And actually, that's what we're going to talk about on today's show. We're going to talk about service. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about practices and belief systems and maybe things that you're doing every day that are no longer serving you. They are not up to par with who you've become. They are not up to to the energy level. Doesn't mean they're bad or wrong. They just no longer fit. They're a glove that just doesn't fit anymore. And so we're going to talk about how to shift those practices, not to close the door on them, not to run from them, not to push away, but to start to merge and morph them into a higher consciousness and a more subtle. Um, practice so that it can be part of your alignment and not part of a way that keeps you stuck. Um, Because I think sometimes we do have practices and specifically we're going to be talking about prayer, which of course is a huge subject that we could dedicate many, many weeks to, but we're not, we're just going to talk about it today in, (laughs) (laughs) in, in a way that allows us to maybe expand what prayer is and what it isn't, but also understanding that, um, uh, it really has nothing to do with what we call it uh, cuz you know as as we say in unity you know every thought's a prayer <laughs> you know it's being received <laughs> the universe uh-huh. is very very receptive to the consciousness that you are uh you know that you're a pushing out that you're emoting that you're that you're swimming in it, it is reflecting that back to you and so um you know every thought is a prayer every uh every step is a prayer so um but we want to talk a little bit about this idea what what's what really provoked this topic today was a recent workshop where was it heather i can't remember was it? It's
3: in uh, San, Francisco. San Francisco.
2: Yes, in my backyard. It was in San Francisco um, workshop just like a handful of, of months ago that um, a woman sat in the chair in the hot seat and talked about how she prays with her mother and her sister every morning at like 5 ungodly 530
3: 30. 5.30 in the morning her time. <laughs> For four months, every day for the last four months.
2: For the last four months. I'm just sorry. and I don't want to do anything at 5.30 in the morning. I mean, prayer is lovely and so is meditation, but that's early to get up and start chatting. But anyway, um, I know you're an early bird, so you do that. You chat at 5.30, don't you?
3: No. <laughs> I chat at
2: six. I've gotten text from you from said like six fifteen, so I
3: know you're up and running. At six. <laughs> <laughs> I love this one. This is so awesome. I mean, I just can't wait for it.
2: <laughs> I know because it, there's so much going on there, um, so much going on in in what. Oh, again, this is that flip side thing again, Heather. I keep, I just feel like this is so exciting because um, you know you think you're doing one thing, but the flip side is here come the Abrahams in their spiritual pancake, and they go what. You're doing the opposite of what you think you're doing. So, yeah. okay.
3: And if you think you've been living, because I've always lived life on the flip side, and that's how I came up with it, I think, was like living life on the flip side is my whole life I've seen it the opposite of everybody else. So I have to do a disclosure, a disclaimer before we start this track, <laughs> that if you think that you if you think you know what's going to happen it might be the flip side and we want to just kind of like prepare people that it might trigger some stuff
2: it's going to trigger some stuff because i think prayer um you know has has been for many of us growing up in a more traditional i'm doing quotes you can't see it right now i'm doing traditional christian background um prayer was something that we did when we were in trouble right it was like it did when we were needy and pleading and and kind of the very opposite of the energy that we talk about which is that desire of knowing and being and fulfilled and and we know what happens when we put neediness out we get neediness back but also um you know part of my spiritual journey and, and one of my sort of awakenings came in in my unity uh, life, and, and I was with Science of Mind and the Agape Church in Los Angeles for a long time, which was such a pivotal heart, oh my God, expanding experience for me with Reverend Michael Beckwith and, and the wonderful, wonderful people there, was just kind of waking up to the idea that I had condensed God into sort of this This entity outside of myself that I was praying to and of course in this practice we flip that and expand it and 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 I think in this track we start to see that um, that we can do things that we think are on the feel-good flow but if we really get quiet with ourselves and we'll hear it with this woman who shares she 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 knows that this isn't working this idea of getting together with her sister and her mother and pleading for things over and over and over again, in a kind of cycle of need, that um, that just doesn't work on the metaphysics and the and the the what we're talking about is the laws, the laws of the universe as we are uh, coming to understand them from these leading edge teachers, and it just doesn't match, right, It's just it's not personal. It's not like something is turning its back on you. It's just that. That's not how uh, we're coming to understand how, how, it, how it all works, how we manifest and how we come into what we're wanting.
3: And, a, and another thing to think about is always um, whatever you're emitting, the universe is responding to. So as we listen to this track, think about what is the emission or the vibration that that these um, people are sending out. Exactly. So it kind of reminds us of what are we sending out. The universe is responding to our, our emission and um, it, it doesn't have any judgment. It just it just responds back with whatever that might be.
2: <laughs> there it is. There is no there is no assertion, right? Um, but I also want want to talk a little bit too, and you'll hear it uh, as we get into it with this idea of doing things to please other people to help them feel better, but it doesn't serve you, and so you're really not helping them because when you step out of your alignment. You are of no help to anyone Um, because what ends up happening is you, you end up joining their vibration, not them joining you. Because when you step out of alignment and do things out of responsibility, we've talked about this before, or or this sort of, and if it doesn't feel good, and you're doing it because you think you should, because it's the right thing to do, because it's tradition, because we blah, 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 in, you are not serving them or you're not serving yourself when it doesn't feel good. And I think that's what came up for me. When this woman sat down and said, you know, I've been praying with my mother and my sister for, was it four months, every morning, and it's not working, it doesn't feel good. That was her first indication that something was not vibrationally happening. It was not feeling good. That's, all, that's like always the first sign on the play. That's the first thing. It doesn't feel good. And yet we have this habit of just sort of glossing over that. And talking ourselves out of oh that's just me no big deal oh it's a big deal, right? You know if we if we know anything at all, it's that when it doesn't feel good, that is God, <laughs> the All is the All Energy, um, really tugging on your heartstrings to find a broader perspective. Which which is really exciting. So um, we we're going to take a break in a, in a couple minutes, but I want to play just a few minutes, and then we'll take a break and come back and go deeper into this track. So again, this is a recent San Francisco workshop track. Um, we do we play a little bit, but we really really encourage you to go to Abraham-Hicks.com and buy everything that they've ever done and go on all their cruises. <laughs> That's what we want you to do, <laughs> just in, in a nutshell, <laughs> and, and go on all their workshops. Um, But but for now, we just love to play a little bit so we can go deep. We can go deep on the Abrahams. So we're going to play a couple minutes and then go to a break. So here we go. The
4: question I have is I have been praying with my mom and my sister every morning at 530, and we say the same prayer. We've been doing this for four months, and it occurred to me that, the intent was to well, when you pray yes
5: every day for four months and you say the same thing yes it's sort of like you're not really expecting it to come in other words you only have to ask once and then get out of the way I agree who trained you to pray like that your kids who won't take the garbage out so you keep asking and asking and asking and asking, and asking, and asking. in other words there's a little bit of not believing tied into there somewhere isn't there I agree That's unless it's a prayer of appreciation is it
4: uh, no we start with the our father prayer but in a sense the way in which we evolved into this process our father yes our father who is
5: somewhere else please give to us today this thing you keep refusing to give us we've asked and asked and asked we're in our fourth month now don't you think it's about time that you ignore law of attraction and give us something that we are vibrationally opposed to. Amen.
2: All right, we got to take a break. Oh, you're going to love this. When we come back, more about your alignment. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Feel Good Sisters on Everyday Attraction on Unity Online Radio. We'll be back.
6: You've seen reality TV. Well, now get ready for reality radio. It's raw, unpredictable, and completely unscripted. Healing Your Life with Dr. Chris Michaels follows the lives of four people each season as they face their fears and overcome challenges. Listen in weekly and follow along as they take each faithful step on their journey. Learn what it takes to really heal your life. Dr. Chris Michaels shows you how to expect specific and measurable results from prayer. Healing Your Life with Dr. Chris Michaels, live Mondays at 11 a.m. Central Time on Unity Online Radio.
0: Are you in a state of change, a period of transition? Perhaps you simply don't know which way to turn or you want guidance on taking that next step in your personal or professional life. You can activate the power of yes with Reverend Beverly Melander. As a new thought minister and next step counselor, she knows how to listen to where you are and help you get to where you want to be. With 20-plus years of experience, she offers spiritual counseling and affirmative prayer next-step counseling for your personal or professional life, as well as resume writing and editing. To learn more about Beverly's counseling services, visit beverlymolander.net That's Beverly, M-O-L-A-N-D-E-R dot net.
1: Now return to Everyday Attraction and the Metaphysical Porch with your spiritual neighbor, Ray Zander. Have a sit, get something to sip, and let's get real. Spiritual.
2: Welcome back to the show. You're listening to Ray and Heather here, your feel good sisters on everyday attraction. Well, we just listened to a little bit and you got a sense as to this crazy, fabulous, wonderful track about prayer from a recent Abraham Hicks workshop where we start talking about, um, you know, what it is that we're expecting from prayer. And we'll just talk a little bit about it. And, and also I want to tell you about some things that we've got going on and then we'll get back to the track. Um, So just enter in that in that one little piece. (laughs) Ooh, that's it's gonna it's gonna ruffle some feathers, especially people who like repetitive prayer. But again, it's not about the words; it's about the feeling and the energy. So don't get caught up in oh, I can't repeat prayer. Sure you can, as long as you bring your alignment to the party right? As long as your alignment is part of the prayer, you can do repetition. But if you ask and ask and ask and ask and ask, what, what is the energy of expectation?
3: And I think that it's funny, because the whole repetition thing, if it's, it's not for the universe, it's not because God needs you to tell them again, like they said, it's more about if the repetition is something that soothes you or feels good, that's one thing, but it's not for the it don't think it's for anybody but yourself.
2: <laughs> right. I loved how Abraham said, well, unless it's a prayer of appreciation, because we know a pra- prayer of appreciation is a prayer of love, is a prayer of high vibration, is a prayer of, of alignment. But, of course, she said, uh, nope. no. <laughs> no, it's not that. <laughs> that made me laugh so deep. Uh, no, no appreciation in this prayer. It's all about what we don't. Goddamn, damn, we don't have this. Where is it? Where is my stuff? Right. Where's um so uh, so that was really fun. Well, we, we know that you have to feel it first. We live it. We breathe it. We have seen it. We know that this is the science of creation, as our, our Abraham teachers would say. So we also want to help uh, and be with and enjoy uh, the experience with you all if you're looking for an alignment practice. And um, Heather has been doing some wonderful work focusing on specifically uh, the feel-good flow in business. And we talked a little bit about in the last show, but we wanted to bring another opportunity to you this week um, where w- Heather is doing really a clarity and uh, feel-good f- flow assessment for anyone who's looking to get a more of a bead on how to be in the feel-good flow in their business, whether you're an employee or you're a CEO or you're somebody who leads Uh, a company or someone who is just trying to be a leader or maybe you're an entrepreneur within a company itself um, we invite you to pop over to our website at everydayattraction.com and you'll see there is a book a session option and have some fun give yourself a gift to uh, to work with Heather and be able to really get a feel for uh, what it is to be in that flow for business Heather do you want to say some more about that?
3: Sure. Yeah. I mean, I love working with the business aspect, one, because uh, you and I both love business and I've been an entrepreneur since I was a little kid. (laughs) Um, But two, it's because we spend so much time and energy there, but it's not as much of a trigger usually. And so it's a great place to practice your tools. So because I know that these tools are so important and we get to play at work if we want to, but most of us think about work as like a not as fun maybe? drudgery right drudgery yeah and so like what if you could enjoy the place and the thing that you do with the majority of your time and find a way to line up with you and be in this playful ease and be in your feel-good flow at your place of business whether whether that be at home or somewhere else so it's just kind of um for me it's fun to help others have more fun and be in that feel good flow and and have like really great tools to give yourself to have that visceral experience in your body to feel it, sense it, know it, live it, breathe it kind of thing.
2: Awesome. So take a look at our website. And also we have a Facebook page, which is facebook.com feel good sisters. And also check us out on Twitter um, every day attract at everyday attract. So um, back to our, our, our topic here of prayer and practices and positive practices of alignment. Uh, We're going to go back to this recent workshop that happened in San Francisco. Again, we play a little bit of an Abraham Hicks workshop in hopes that you will go and frequent that website and take advantage of all the wonderful stuff that they publish there. So here's a little bit more about how we can uh, redefine prayer and what it means in our alignment practice.
4: Well, okay. <laughs> or
5: Thanks for what's coming, looking forward to what's coming next.
4: Okay, that's fine because you know I have to get up at 5:30 because we're in different states, and so for them it's 7:30. Well, why are you praying together? Well...
5: (laughs) Because you think it's more powerful? Well, initially, yes. But it isn't? No, it isn't. It's just three times as much resistance.
4: (laughs) Okay. Glad you
5: came?
4: (laughs) Yes. Yes. but you see what we're getting at in other words I do I just wanted to know
5: I've been praying on my own but you know maybe if we could all gather together and come to an agreement about what we're reaching for and what we want you to realize is that first of all life is causing you to request and so you have been asking we wrote a book you just talked about it we wrote a book ask and it is given so you put out the vibrational request and the vibrational reality of it occurs. That's what we were talking about. It's a vibration. Now, how are you going to turn those thoughts to things? How are you going to be the realizer of the fullness of what you're asking for? Because step one happened. You asked. Step two happened. You have been answered. What are you going to do? You're going to keep going back and doing step one again? Pray again. Go back and do step one again. Pray again pray again pray again pray again you hold yourself incessantly in step one the question and the answer are different frequencies different vibrations the problem and the solution are different vibrations so you've already done the asking and it's already been heard and the answer has already been done now what's next you got to find some way of getting on the wavelengths where you can realize
4: what you know, realize the answer. So I get it, and I agree, and that was why I asked the question. It's really good, isn't it? Yes, it is, but now my new dilemma. How do I tell my mom and my sister? Because (laughs) (laughs) they operate... The difference between the three of us is I don't have any fear about it. But when we pray, I feel that there's a sense of fear from the way we were raised in that particular religious manner. So... I love them both. My mom, I think, is enjoying the company every morning. And my sister, I'm not quite so sure, but I feel there's a sense of fear. And I wanted to say to them last week, we need to stop praying because of what you just said. Ask it, it is given. And I believe that. Well, just shift your prayer. First, we want to say that we're glad that you get it. And
5: next, as you hold anyone as your object of attention while you're in that knowing, it will benefit them. But you can't bring somebody else into that. In other words, those are things that they're going to have to find on their own. You can influence them. That's what Jesus did when you stood before him dripping your illness. He didn't allow himself to see your illness. He knew your wellness. And so if you said to him, how can I get my mother to see what she cannot see, he would not have seen you seeing your mother not seeing what she was seeing (laughs) you see what we're getting at because that can't be part of the vibration but what you can do is encourage them to turn the conversation into conversation of appreciation things already realized not things missing so much evidence of what you're looking for already in your experience Yes. And the inspiration will flow to you. You see, this is the thing that is the most satisfying about a conversation like this. You had a very clear question. You presented it in a very clear way. We had very clear recognition of your question and stand where your answer is. So we presented in a way that you could hear it, the solution to that, and you received it fully and said that you did. And you did. Now, you are in a different vibrational place. So now, when you step back from this new place you found, you'll feel yourself stepping back from it. And it's likely that it'll happen the first time that you're on the telephone. But now what you're wanting to watch for, and this is what we've been talking about all day, watch for the ideas that occur to you. Ideas that occur to you that have not occurred to you before. And when those ideas come, it's what revelation is but we don't want to use the word revelation because revelation is always happening. It's the realization of the revelation that we want you to be cued up for, you see. And so when you get an impulse to say something, say it. Don't let your fear of your mother's fear keep you from telling her something that she wants to know that will help her. You see what we're getting at? That's like saying, I don't have any fear except I have fear of your fear well now you've got fear yes and so what you want to remind yourself is that clarity is clarity and there is so much that your mother knows that is in perfect vibrational harmony with everything that we've spoken here these words come out of her mouth these exact vibrational sentiments come out of her mouth often she's not as far away from the resonance in all of this as you have believed her to be you see There not anything to be afraid of source doesn't need anybody to be in a particular place under a particular label in order to receive the benefit of the gaze of source in other words it's always there it's a done deal ask and it is given everything you want all queued up for you you just have to as individuals in the world find your path of least resistance and you know what your path of least resistance is not the same path as anybody else's path of least resistance You're not saying to anybody, I found the path, I found the book, I found Abraham, I found this, and now you must walk this way with me. That's the opposite of what we are teaching. What we are teaching is that everybody has guidance, and everybody is blessed, and everybody has source energy, attention upon them, and everybody has lived life. Everybody lived life even before they got into this body. Everybody had momentum going. Everyone had created a vortex of reality, a vibrational reality that is in the process of becoming. And everybody gets to enjoy the evolution, the constant, eternal, never-ending evolution of their beingness, you see. There's not some place that you need to end up or something that you didn't get done that you need to get done. It's not like that at all. It's all about the pleasure of the moment. It's all about the inspiration, the syncing up with the inspiration. It's all about the flowering or the blossoming of your own thoughts in your own moments. It's all about the self-discovery and discovery of others in the moment. It is not about somebody else having figured out all of the answers and now they're dropping breadcrumbs to lead you to the trail so that when you get there, you'll finally be at that place of resolution where you're supposed to be. It's all about the process. It's all about the path. It's all about the gap between who you really are and who you're allowing yourself to be. And it's never about closing the gap. It's only about moving in the direction of who you are rather than in opposition of who you are, you see. You can't get this wrong. You never get it done. And you cannot get it wrong. And your mother can't either, you see.
4: Thank you yeah. very much. Got a little revved up there.
2: That was just a lovely track. There is so much we can talk about. So you were just hearing um, a little excerpt from a recent San Francisco workshop about prayer, and but yet, yet it really started to get into other things, you know, specifically about how we see other people in our relationships and, and how we hold them. Um, but let's back up and, and kind of step back and, and get into it from another place. Heather, what was it for you that, that really kind of uh, got you excited and, and gave you some epiphanies on that, that particular track?
3: Well, I loved how she wanted to, she asked that question, like, how do I tell my mom and my sister that I don't want to do this anymore? You know, like, so she's been going along for the ride and says, you know, the mom just likes the company. And so she's trying to appease. And I saw like so much of my dynamics um, before my mom passed away. It was like, I know that I know what makes her happy and what she wants to hear so I'm just going to say what she wants to hear I'm not going to say what I want to say that kind of thing like that was interesting Um, and just really understanding how (laughs) the universe is always responding to us no matter what you know you can't run away from it hide from it close the door pretend as if put a facade on you know
2: <laughs> exactly exactly it is so consistent and i love so that
3: consistent.
2: and and i love that about it and the fact that that really what we're trying to do here is to be our best realizer of what's already here you know it's not creating it's not making it happen it's really becoming a realizer of what has already been given and it shifts everything when we step into that place of being a broader realizer of what has already been given because the asking is already done. We do it all day, every day. And I love that they called attention to that in the beginning of that track. You're yeah. asking, you've already asked. You didn't yeah. ask anymore. If you're going to pray, don't spend your time praying, spend your time receiving because you've already asked. You asked all day, every day. Um, And and I think that's such a great wake up call for many of us who come from traditions that may or may not be serving us. So we've got to take another break. And and we we are so grateful you're here with us talking about this very leading edge topic. And we're so happy that we can come together and do that on Unity Online Radio. We thank you for their support and for your support. We'll be back after the break. Stay tuned.
7: and explore new horizons of empowerment, significance, and support only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
1: I'll light a candle in your what if you were intentional about your life? Committed to having more energy and being more vibrant. Join Reverend Temple Hayes, spiritual leader of First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida, as she guides you on a journey to an intentional and energetic life. Empower your life and fully express the wondrous energy, love, and joy you hold in your wildest imagining. Joyfully and actively know that more important than what happens after you die
7: Culture is defined by the Oxford Dictionary as modern popular culture transmitted via mass media and aimed particularly at younger people. But can it be meaningful, spiritual even? The hosts of Pop Conscious think it can be, and that it can be fun to explore too. Melena Dawn and Stacy Macris Ross will be your amateur cultural anthropologists. Examining Pop Culture and Spirituality every Monday at 2 p.m. Central on Pop Conscious on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
2: In his new book, What If Godzilla Just Wanted a Hug?, As co-host of Unity Online Radio's Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, Daryl's old-school charm and no-nonsense approach to spirituality keep a global audience laughing and inspired. What If Godzilla Just Wanted a Hug is loaded with Daryl's hilarious, award-winning illustrations and packs his wit and wisdom into easy-to-digest, bite-sized stories of how he transforms chaos into tranquility, and succeeds in the entertainment business by doing the opposite of everyone else. What If Godzilla Just Wanted a Hug is a pocket Bible encouraging the talented and timid to trust their gut, act on their intuition, and step out boldly. Have fun ordering your copy of What if Godzilla just wanted a hug today on amazon.com.
5: Don't think Let
1: it unfold. You've been listening to Everyday Attraction where the law of attraction gets real. To learn more, become a fan of our Facebook page. Search for Everyday Attraction or email us at everydayattraction@unity.fm. at unity.fm. Your comments and participation are sincerely welcomed.
2: Welcome back to the show. You're here with your feel-good sisters, Ray and Heather, on our Everyday Attraction. So we love this topic of... Alignment practice and, and really how we wake up to not only our own alignment, but how we're, we're serving and not serving others. And they've started talking a lot. The Abrahams have been talking a lot about being in this place of receiving, being, but I love this idea of the realization, like the, the revelations are always available to us, but it's realizing the revelation. It's like you're surrounded by revelations, like every day. Revelation, but you're, but you're like too busy worrying, right? Right? You're too busy worrying about what they said or he said or what they're going to do or how they're going to think about you and blah blah blah. And you know, here's like this this parade of revelations going on around you, and you're just too busy focused in on what's not happening. You know, well,
3: and that's also part of what you were talking about earlier about being present, because if you're too busy, you're usually focusing on something that's either going to happen you think or may have already happened but when we're really present we're not too busy
2: (laughs) exactly we're not too busy to be the receivers um oh
3: one of my favorite parts of that cracks me up because actually i have kids um is when they said, where'd you learn that from your kid that you're asking <laughs> to put the garbage out? And I was like, oh, my gosh, I forgot to put the garbage out tonight. And I'm yelling at my daughter, put the garbage out. But the the fact that I hear myself say to my kids, I'm like, I don't like the sound of my own voice saying asking the same thing over and over again. If I have to hear myself say, ask you to do something more than five times, I'm going to to lose my own mind from my own sanity <laughs> from my own voice saying the same thing over and over again like I'm in um, a padded room you know with a straitjacket right. on right so I I'm imagining what the universe
2: like. <laughs> <laughs> they're Wait. shouting at us again <laughs>
3: <laughs> you're like it doesn't matter and it it's funny because i was telling a friend of mine how i really hate texting sometimes i mean texting's fine for meet you there at 4 or are you coming yes or no like that's I, I love texting for that kind of thing but when it comes to you know conversation emotion dialogue communication i hate it and so of i was one i was telling my friend here's why i just realized it's because of all of our communication is nonverbal. Only 7% is the words. Yes. Then you have your body language and intonation, which is what the science says. But in my opinion body language and intonation is energetic vibration and you can't express energetic vibration in a text message that i i mean you can but you can't read it i can't read it so um, but it, it is
2: a muffled type of communication it's a which
3: muffled communication. which so is the universe yeah, yes is, the universe is hearing 100% of our vibration we don't need to use words we don't need to reiterate rephrase reframe we don't need to go on and on and on and Go and go and go. And we think we do. You know, that's the thing I think a lot of us say is like, well, I don't really know what I want. Well, how am I supposed to get what I want if I don't know what I want? It's like, well, the universe knows what you want because energetically already asked for it. You might not know. But (laughs) you know, and so it's almost again that flip side thing. You don't have to have all the specifics of what you think you think you're gonna want. It's more just allowing (laughs) the universe to deliver you what you ask for if you're willing to raise your vibration up to meet it
2: and how you're seeing your circumstance are you seeing something that you're not getting not getting not getting or can you shift your consciousness to say it's on its way and now it's kind of like i'll pretend it's sunday afternoon and my things at the post office i know the post office is closed so there's gonna be a little bit of time but i know it's delivered i know it's there so i'm gonna have a great sunday because i know it's already you know it's the consciousness of it already being delivered even though it hasn't physically manifested you know that's really the miracle that we're asking for is to be in joy on the way to it you know what I love also about that track and I think it's really amazing that they pointed out so beautifully in the end that when we pray with others we really need to be in that place of trusting that that God's source, spirit, whatever you want to call it, is also leading them to their own path of least resistance, their own vortex. You know, sometimes we we get like we have to save each other or something you know like they don't have a direct connection themselves
3: or that our way is the only way like if we know our least resistance on the path is this then that must be theirs as well
2: exactly Exactly.
3: let me show you the way to my path of least resistance (laughs) yeah
2: because it's the only way you know and really seeing that and i love that they brought that up early on the track about you know that jesus didn't see the disease so jesus is not going to see how you're seeing your mother you know, uh, and try to kind of dawn that broader perspective of source and trusting that she is, has her own calling, her own source, her, her, her own connection to source, her own vortex. She's on the path. There's no, there's no like fixing here. There's nothing to be fearful about. I mean, just trusting that everyone is on their divine path. Then when you pray with someone, you pray in that place of already knowing that they're good to go. hmm. You know, we—it's otherwise you start to really get into, uh, you know, the real dumpster diving with each other.
3: <laughs> well, and this works for you know. I think they're talking about. She's talking about her mother. But I, it works with our kids too, you know, to, oh, yeah. to think like our kids don't have a connection to source and it's like, let me let me show you what you need to do. Let me tell you how to do it and everything. And they have that connection to source too. So I, I catch myself sometimes with my kids, like wanting to tell them they need to do this because I said so.
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, you know, um, we, yeah, we get that. That's that old, that's that old kind of momentum, that old habit of thought that, you you know, when we get disconnected, sometimes when we get a little disconnected, because some of those emotions come in about fear or worry or concern. And then we go back to kind of those old ways that are just sitting there in those lower vibrations going, Hi, I'm what your mother used to say.
3: (laughs) Exactly. Oh, my gosh, that's one of my favorite things that to laugh at myself about when I find myself saying you know something that I sound like I'm looking around the room like is my mom here and I'm well she probably is because she's passed so she's probably in my ear saying it laughing at me but you know it's that thing that you always said I'll never say that when I grow up
2: (laughs) I know exactly but here's the fun thing though is that those thoughts they only live in the pocket of those fearful emotions like those thoughts live in the neighborhood of those emotions of fear, worry, and doubt about your kids. So what's great about that is that if you if we don't entertain the the worry, fear, and doubt, then those thoughts and those things they don't have any place in our mouths. They can we can't even find them. Isn't that great? It's like those thoughts are matched with a certain vibration that when we go there sure they're there we have to like that you know forgive ourselves move on have a good laugh you know but but it's really interesting that when we keep this connection with source and and I think we keep coming back to this same theme and I know it's something that we talk about but I don't I don't think I can ever get tired of talking about the relationship with our source that our inner being that that moment to moment every day connection with source allows us to keep um, being available to the revelations about others about ourselves the revealing the revealing that happens when we walk with source how we see our kids how we see our work how we see others it's so different isn't it isn't it amazing that we can see in the same body through different eyes you know we can see disconnected and when we can see connected and it's a whole different world it's a whole different world I love that. I love that we can see what happens when we trust the process. And as they were saying right there, you know, everyone's leaning in the direction of who they're going to be. They're not that far away. You know, they might be going through some contrast, but they're on their way. There's always going to be a gap as long as we're in physical, right? Right. There's always going to be a gap. So it's not about just necessarily closing the gap. We talked about that just before we started recording is that it's not necessarily like you used to talk about, close the gap, close the gap. Now it's kind of like, just kind of work with the gap.
3: <laughs> well, yeah, move in the direction. But because I, and I've always felt this and known this, and I don't know, it, it's funny, I actually had dinner with a really good friend of mine tonight, and he's a psychiatrist and had all these questions for me about how old was I when I knew um, that I was spirit. And I was like, I, I think I was about six. And then I was like, no, I think I was four. I remember looking around the room saying I might look like a little kid on the outside but on the inside I know I'm a big spirit you know like that's I just remember oh. that and so I think kids first of all they're way smarter than we are as adults um, energetically connected um, but I remember always feeling my spirit in front of my body like I always could say my spirit's here and my body's here so there's always a gap like our body's just always catching up with our spirit, or, or at least if we're, <laughs> if we're focused on what is working, um, then it's catching up with our spirit. Sometimes it's falling behind. If we're focused on what's not working, it, it widens the gap. But I can, I feel it. I'm guessing you guys all do too, right?
2: Yeah, I think we all have our different stories as to when we um, construct that that we kind of lose it at some point because you know we get caught up in the world and who knows at what that what point that happens because i think as children we all know that we're pretty connected um and then we kind of get away from it but then we kind of reconstruct we deconstruct and reconstruct that relationship and yet it's always always calling to us. Some um some people may hear it more, more strongly, others may hear it more subtly. For me it came through falling in love with Jesus. I mean, that was my path um when I was probably like fourteen, fifteen, just really, really falling hard for, for the beloved. And and, you know, since then my relationship with the Christ consciousness has matured and, you know, lost all a lot of the dogma and all the stuff that comes along with that, but still kept the essence of that beloved and that's what comes back. You know, that's what comes back over and over again, that, you know, real prayer is a consciousness of life that is saying, when I'm connected, I'm truly who I am. And my best self and my most creative self is going to to be blossoming through that relationship. That doesn't mean we try to be perfect. Of course not. The contrast is going to happen. We're going to fall out of it. That's part of it. We don't even know we fall in unless we fall out right? You don't even know the blessing of falling in unless you've fallen out. It's all good. But I think it it goes back to that sacred relationship. And I was listening to an amazing speaker is a Catholic, actually a Catholic priest very evolved, um, and is really kind of a, a leading edge Catholicism, believe it or not. Um, Richard Rohr, he wrote this book called Falling Up. And and one of the things he talks about is this, this really uh, attempt to, on a daily basis, find that meditative solitude, that quietness that allows us to connect with that broader self, to kind of hook on, you know. And I think A lot of times what happens in our busy days, prayer just becomes another part of our to-do list. You know, we're just like, go, go, go. We've got this, and we've got that. We've got all this technical stuff that we're dealing with and, and all these devices and connectivity and social media. And I just loved his message about it's so simple, but it does require some solitude and some connection and some conscious reminding ourselves of that primary relationship, you know. Through all the chaos so i want to recommend that book if anyone if um, anyone has heard about it um or, or is interested in it again richard War falling up this idea that that truly that walk with the the consciousness what some people call it the christ consciousness the buddha nature whatever the term is you know it it's a hum <laughs>
3: Well, that's interesting because I don't necessarily know it, but I guess we just experience it in different ways because I don't have any of that. So I'm, I'm totally in a different experience, but it doesn't matter. That's one of the things I liked that they said was your path isn't everybody's path. So we all have different paths, but we all get to the same best self in the in the sense that it shows up differently, but it's all the same thing. Yeah,
2: but it's 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 what we do know, and I know that you know, you know when you're connected and you know when you're not. Mm-hmm. And that's all that, that it is. Whatever the term is or the story that we put to it or the narrative or the religiosity, it really has no meaning in the sense of the true grit of the story is we know when we're connected and what comes from that connection and then we know how we see others we know how we see our world we know how we see ourselves when we're connected and then we see what happens when we're not and it's and and part of that connectivity uh, bringing you know full circle back to the emotional part and the attraction part is you cannot be connected to source and not feel good it it comes one in the same you know that that feeling good is the connection to source so whether it be solitude, prayer, meditation, walking down the street, you know, <laughs> having having some cotton candy, whatever it is for you. That that is what we're talking about. That is the feel good flow. And we get into the feel good flow because it's a way that we know that we've locked proverbial. Um, arms with with source energy. So we've got about a minute to go. And so again, um, thank you, Heather, for this time. And if you have not already signed up for our mailing list, please do j- uh, jump over to our website, EverydayAttraction.com. I will have my updated blog this week. I'm going to be talking about prayer and, and about practice. And I'm also, of course, going to be telling you about some new oils, um, essential oils that I've been using for my prayer practice. Some high vibrating bergamot. Oh, you're going to love that. (laughs) So check out the blog, everydayattraction.com. Heather, any last thoughts as we wrap up the session today?
3: Um, No, I just wanted to say I'm so glad that we have found a way that we can have our individual unique aspect um, and all be connected to source the same source. So I, I just feel like this track really brought that like kind of dichotomy together yeah and i'm just thankful that you and i ray we have our different experiences and we're both connected to the same source and just all of us connected to each other all of our listeners here today so i'm really appreciative of this opportunity to be together as one in our unique and individualistic way
2: love it all is well and as we always say at the end of our show feel good sister feel good sister see you next time
1: Thank you for joining us on Everyday Attraction with feel-good sisters Ray and Heather. Join them every Friday, 10 a.m. Pacific, noon Central on Unity Online Radio for more ways to align with your source and start living the life you intended. Everyday Attraction is sponsored by Send Out Cards. Check out www.sendoutcards.com Bring more appreciation into the world. Send a card of appreciation and gratitude today sendoutcards.com slash attraction
7: The benefits of spiritually conscious living start now. For a time-tested method to live with purpose and release your infinite potential tune in to the Yoga Hour Living the Eternal Way With Yogacharya Ellen Grace O'Brien, every Thursday morning at 10 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Pacific, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
1: Spirit of Recovery is the place where spirituality and recovery meet. Where we support your spiritual growth. Reverend Anna Schaus, PhD, interviews down to earth guests who share with you how they keep going and growing in recovery. Spirit of Recovery is the place to get practical tips and join in lively discussions on topics that matter to recovering people. This program welcomes everyone who wants to know more about recovery. Join Anna and her guests live every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Central Time on Spirit of Recovery, where we talk about what keeps you growing only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Is there a difference between the spiritual teachings you know and how you live your life? Does your day-to-day experience reflect what you truly value? Are you ready to receive your life and live the gift that you are? Join Janice Campbell,